Alright fellows, welcome back to the Public Announcement Podcast, and today, as you might have already figured out by the title, um, today we're going to talk about the Pride Month, and generally the LGBT community in general. So, the issue I have, or the issue I want to discuss, is if Pride Month is still really relevant in today's era, and if we still really need it, as much as it was needed maybe a few years back. Because I've got few arguments prepared, or few of my points, to try to persuade you that it is actually not something that we should be supporting anymore. And not from the standpoint that we that I hate the LGBT community, not by a long shot. Um, I honestly am in favor of these people having their own way wh- when it comes to picking their sexual orienta- orientation. In my opinion, it's nothing wrong. I just don't think that the Pride Month as a thing should be relevant anymore. My first point is that, in my opinion, is missing the entire idea or the point that the Pride Month used to have. So, what is Pride Month supposed to be, in a nutshell? Well, nobody can explain really in today's era, but the general idea would be that it's supposed to remind us or bring closer the entire issue of uh, the LGBT community, right? They have their own problems, they deal with uh, some kind of discrimination every day, or they used to deal with a lot of discrimination back in the day, and these Pride Months were sort of like people coming there and showing that they stand by these uh, these LGBT community members and they don't are not afraid to support them when the times get tough. Which is sort of kind of a nice way to to show that we have progressed as a society. And it has sort of become a staple of every year that there has to be a Pride Month and that we have to have a Pride March, which is supposed to be like the grand finale of the entire Pride uh, Month in every single city. That simply people get together and protest, because I think that's becoming like the new hobby. Everybody's protesting for something, so why not have another one? However, this I will mention in multiple videos, and it's a general idea that people have to understand these days, is that people don't really react good to forced propaganda. Not anymore. Unfortunately, we live in an era where the political climate is very tense, very polluted. You know, you cannot have a leftist and a rightist talk normally to each other anymore. Or, you know, you can, but it will end up very badly. So you have to tread carefully when you want to spread ideas mainly from the other side. I honestly would like everybody to accept uh, the LGBT community. However, we also have to understand that there are people certainly more conservative than I am. And there are countries that generally have a more conservative outlook on the world. And these and especially these people don't really react very positively to the new libertarian movements. And I'm all up for libertarian movements, but again, we have to think generally about the people. Because what happens in the modern era, everybody thinks that oh, everybody is just like me. Everybody understands the idea just like me. It's not true. That's why I'm doing these podcasts, actually. I want to explain issues and I want to explain my point of view. If I were to be ignorant and say that everybody is supposed to have the same idea and opinion as me and everybody should automatically understand me because I sure as fuck am the best man in the world, then we wouldn't get anywhere. There wouldn't be any discussion. And I think this is what the libertarians or the left in general is missing this sort of like outlook on life going all guns into these countries and i live in one of these countries so i know what the fuck i'm talking about going all all in usually ends up in a bloodshed look in slovakia the pride month was two weeks ago okay and already our 
um, not neo-Nazi but neo-Nazi party was preparing to sabotage it and I don't mean sabotage it by going in there and starting to protest I mean by sabotaging but they they, they really just wanted to come in there and beat up everybody who was on the protest uh, that's what they call sabotaging in Poland this, this actually became the reality right? but you know people in America or people in Britain don't think that this is supposed to happen somewhere and if it happens they're like oh it was the Nazis Right, but generally speaking, you have to understand that the political climate is not really inclined for these type of protests anymore, and I don't think it should be. We have to understand how people came to love the LG LGBT community, or at least accept it. It was not because there was some kind of a pride. Yes, the prides did their role, but it wasn't everything. Prides were only a way of showing that more people are in this than you are. But for example, uh, if you would ask the fans of Elton John, right, if they accept gay people, they sure wouldn't tell you no, because Elton John himself is gay. And this is the way how people get to know about issues right through celebrities this is what celebrities are supposed to bring famous people in my opinion at least have the responsibility to or have the burden to uh, note the public about important issues that need solving right uh, that's why you always at the oscars he hear some speech about something it might be boring but the actor is bringing or the actor or the actress is bringing some kind of a outlook on life or some kind of a problem that he deems uh, important and people look into that problem because whatever Leo DiCaprio said it or Eminem said it or somebody right and this is the role of celebrities and for example by Elton John being gay he sort of willingly unwillingly brought to the attention the entire dynamic that was happening right he brought attention that gay people or LGBT community could be uh, productive, could be uh, functioning, could be normal people just like you and me. Uh, and this might sound silly when I'm saying this in 2019, but think about how people thought about gay people maybe f uh, 30 years ago, right? But what it took for people to change their ideas was very slow and careful m uh, mind propaganda. And it wasn't something bad, right? Because people deem the word propaganda in a very negative sense. It's a neutral word, right? You use propaganda, it's just a word, right? It, it doesn't have a negative sense or anything. Point I'm trying to make is that mainly in conservative countries, you have to tread carefully with what ideas you want to give to the people and the way you want to give it, all right? So let's deal with a prime example of how you shouldn't do it right pride marches uh, all the roads or roads in the main city are closed tramways don't go buses don't go people cannot move and suddenly you're sipping coffee at 9 a.m at your balcony and a fucking loud march goes by it annoys the hell of people right protests generally annoy the hell of the people that's why you have to get a permission to have them right Look, some people accept these people, but are not really like all jumping for it, right? For them to be there, but they accept them at least. But when these people see these protests and who attends them, you see these people immediately get the feeling that, oh, you know, the left must be wrong. The left must be right in their head. The libertarians must be bad. And they start listening to right-wing activists. And we all know where that leads to, right? No extremist is a good person or no extremist should be listened to but people are more willing to lean to the right-wing conservatives and then it just deepens the entire problem if we want all 
LGBT community members or the entire LGBT community to be accepted, we generally have to bring them to the same level as the uh, same playing field as the others, right? We have to make people not think, but persuade people that there are normal functioning parts of our society, which they of course are. But when people see who attend these uh, rallies, well, you know, who attends it? Let's talk. Well, the majority of people are, of course, people who are doing it for the society brownie points. They either have strongly libertarian friends or their workplace is strongly libertarian. And, you know, they need something to to prove some kind of a... They need some something to prove their clan membership in a sort of way. They need some proof that, oh, we are still libertarian. So they go to this Pride Month or Pride March, sorry, and they... Uh, and they just protest and scream and say how the system is wrong and how everybody is wrong and, you know, fuck everybody, fuck the entire system. Okay, you know, these people are the most harmless. They're just screaming and then they go home or and sip coffee or something. It's not that they are doing any harm. And then, of course, there are the people who just joined in because they think they are helping, right? These might be actually good-hearted people. Uh, actually, this group is the most harmless one. These might be good-hearted people who are just not, who just don't realize that they are becoming part of the entire problem by attending these marches. Well, the last two groups are the most problematic. First, one of them being these exocentric uh, LGBT community members that have to just constantly show that they are indeed homosexual right they act they dress they talk in such manner that it constantly uh, sparks a reaction from the press or it sparks a reaction from the from the viewers or the people who are around them right and it usually sparks a negative one if all people see the lgbt community as bunch of men wearing pink bras and uh, waving a lgbt flag you know, they're not gonna have a much positive thoughts about them. And this is exactly what I'm saying, that the Pride Month, by letting these people come in or by organizing itself, uh, gives these people a chance to scream their bullshit into the world and, you know, then what happens, happens. Last but not least, it's actually the kids, you know. Generally speaking, we are not talking about 16 or 17 year olds, even though they are technically kids. We're talking 12, 13 kids. And they were such kids, at least in Slovakia. I don't know about other countries. But I don't think kids generally in these ages should be tasked with deciding what their sexuality is. I'm all up for people making their decision on their own. At the end of the day, you all get influenced by something, right? Our thoughts, our 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 ways, how we think and proceed with proceed information. We take example from somebody, right? We are fa- we are taught that we take example from somebody. It's not that we just fall smart from heaven, right? But the point I'm trying to make is that at the age of 12, you shouldn't be tasked with choosing your sexuality. That requires time and wisdom. And sure, when you are 23, go ahead, decide whatever the fuck you want. But not 12-year-olds and 13-year-olds, you know, that, that, that's just fucked up. You know, I might say that this, this is where we, en- where we end, but I wouldn't go without saying you the actual solution to the problem. So what is the solution? How do we solve this, this problem, or I wouldn't even call it a problem, how do we solve this issue? How do we actually manage to, at the same time, celebrate that we as a society have moved somewhere in allowing LGBT community to participate in everyday life and then we take them as normal parts of our existence and at the end of the day we don't make people hate them in return we don't force some propaganda down their throat 
we don't constantly barrage them with uh, with words and, and signs and this and that. How do we do that? Well, first of all, we should abolish the Pride Month. Because generally speaking, uh, the only people getting a profit out of it are the people who get the society good boy points and corporates who change their logos to Pride flags. And, you know, they're all progressive for a while. And instead, for example, provide the LGBT community with one day, you know, one day to celebrate how much have we actually moved on in the society. For example, how there is like an International Women's Day, be there an International LGBT Community Day, right? Something like that, something along those lines, where we celebrate that, okay, you know, 30 years we were all uh, very homophobic and everything, but now we have moved and everything is so fine. We don't have to have a march. No, we don't. We can just, you know, have a normal day and you don't actually have to like give flowers to uh, homosexuals or anything. Just a normal day to remind us, just like a reminder in our calendar. And another thing that I would change is instead of providing us with left wing extremists and radicals and these activists who constantly scream what we are supposed to do. How about you provide us with actual idols that people can look up to? How about you provide us with idols that at the same time are homosexual but do something for the society? And other people when they will see them they will say oh you know he's a homosexual but look how much he's doing for the society. Isn't that great? At the end of the day this is the only thing that matters. Is that all people in the world get to accept these as normal parts of our society and that can be only done if we show the people that they can be normal normal functioning citizens of our society and another argument to support my claims is that if the entire point of pride months and this entire libertarian propaganda is that we are supposed to make that it's supposed to make us feel as if the um, LGBT community is uh, normal, is on the same playing field as heterosexuals, for example, you know, why give them a month? Why give the homosexuals their special month? Why don't heterosexuals get their special month? Because then you get to ask yourself the question, does the left really want to show that being homosexual is normal? Or do they just want to scream and protest? Because if you have a protest for something, it's not something normal. You are usually protesting for something to change. What are they protesting again to change? Right? The, the laws are getting more and more free every single year. I haven't heard about a law that forbids gay people or homosexuals that has passed these, this year. Everything is becoming more and more liberal in these terms. So why do we have to still have a month? Just reminding us that, oh, look, gay people are here. Like, okay, you're a homosexual. If you are being a homosexual to be special, then you're a fucking degenerate. If you are being a homosexual because that's your sexual orientation and you're just attracted to boys or you're just attracted to girls, perfectly fine with me. The same thing is that uh, I decide to play basketball, right? And, you know, some people play football, some people play basketball. It's a choice. Some people like men, some people like women. It's a choice. There's nothing wrong with that. And it sure as fuck shouldn't be celebrated as something special. So why have the month? Let's abolish the Pride Month. Let's abolish it and let's really show that we as a society don't need a month to remind us that there are homosexuals around us, that we can accept them without these months. And yes, there always will be extremists. Yes, there always will be right-wing extremists who will shout... Uh, homophobic uh, things. But do we have to argue with those people? 
Do we argue with every single communist there is? Do we argue with every single fascist there is? No, we don't. Those people aren't going to change. So why the fuck bother? And that would be it. Thank you for listening. Have a good one.